Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Matthew Cowler, Purple Insider himself, joins us here on the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Good evening, Matthew. What is up? What up? Hey, um, look, I want to start this conversation before we even talk about anything that transpired last weekend with the Vikings and their victory. I just want to ask you just flat out, are the Minnesota Vikings, in your opinion, a contender to come out of the NFC? Uh, kind of. I mean, isn't anyone who's in the mix is what I would say. In a year where there's no one outside of Philadelphia that really blows your socks off. I mean, I think that Dallas is pretty dangerous. But aside from that, like, okay, so you have teams with some weaknesses and you have some teams with some strengths. Uh, you know, I mean, like San Francisco, for example, they've got some strengths. They have some great players. They have some weaknesses. Any week, Jimmy Garoppolo could have a really bad game and they lose to Atlanta or something, right? So I think that the Vikings are in a second tier behind Philadelphia and Dallas. And I think there is a gap there. But, I mean, when you look at last year, for example, the Los Angeles Rams go in as the fourth seed and they end up reaching the Super Bowl because things go right in the playoffs. And, you know, I've never really bought into the hats in years past, but, I mean, when you look at the way the NFC is this year specifically, I mean, there is that type of chance. You get a home playoff game, if you win that, then all of a sudden, like, you're on the path and you have the potential to go deep into the playoffs. Um, But I do think that that's getting way ahead of ourselves with this team uh, because there's a lot of proving ground that's coming up. And so I'm not ready to say that they can really play with the big boys, until they go to D.C., go to Buffalo, play against Dallas, and, and and then show that they really belong. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And, and that's the reason why I asked the question is because I'm with you. Like, there's a lot of proving that has to be done. But the reality is is that there aren't a lot of big boys. And when you look at the NFC, I mean, by default, the Vikings have to be in the conversation. I'm not saying it just because of their record and they're 6-1. and Because to me, I don't just go into the record thing because there could be a team that has – a, 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 you know, a, a, a maybe one or two more losses than you but be a better football team than you are. But just when you look at the NFC, it's just, and really across the league, like there's some elite teams and there's a lot of parity. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think that there's also a lot of teams who could argue that they're just as good as the Vikings and that they would have a pretty good case. Um, you know, like, yep. for example, if the playoffs started today, you'd play San Francisco. Like, are you betting the Vikings for sure to beat San Francisco? I, I'm not because, you know, one of their losses was with Trey Lance in a typhoon. Okay, kind of throw that one out, right, in Chicago. And, you know, then Jimmy Garoppolo had to come back and take command of the team. But, you know, Christian McCaffrey looked pretty good for them last week. They have a really violent and, and terrific defense. They have one of the best offensive coaches of the last decade. Like, are you are you really sure that you're better than them? And so much of it, too, comes down to health in a lot of ways. Uh, Kevin Seifer from ESPN pointed something out today that I thought was very smart, that the Vikings have six players that are exclusively special teamers, and you almost never see that. And the reason for that is because 
the, the health of the rest of the team. Like those guys have not had to been called up off the special teams to start playing offense and defense. I mean, they missed Harrison Smith for a game. Uh, you're going to probably miss Delvin Tomlinson for a game, but they have been so remarkably healthy. Uh, if if they're not down the stretch, if they have some key injuries, then my take on this team would pretty much completely change. But if things keep going this way, then they've got an argument of being a pretty good team. And, and the reality is that you know, Green Bay's just not going to be able to track them down unless they totally, totally melt. And then at that point, we would be saying, okay, I guess you fooled us, Vikings. But um, if this is a healthy team, uh, with the addition of T.J. Hawkinson, they have talent all over the field in a conference where there's just lots of flawed teams. And you know, if they can get into the playoffs as a home playoff team, a two-seed, you know, they've got a pretty good opportunity there. Talking to Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, here on the Lake Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO. Uh, I was just going to ask you that uh, about somebody you just referenced, T.J. Hawkinson. That's the news of the week. Uh, the trade with the Detroit Lions. Now he is the tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. First, uh, your thoughts on that trade and the acquisition of T.J. Hawkinson. And secondly, we've seen the last of Irv Smith Jr., correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And, you know, I, I have to give you credit, Henry. You were very skeptical about how Irv would fit from the beginning, and I, and I don't think it ever became a fit or anywhere close, really. And Kevin O'Connell and, and Quasi Dafomensa, they tried hard to say, hey, look, Irv was coming along. It was a bad break, and it was a bad break. Those people who are calling him injury-prone, I mean, go back and watch the play where he got hurt and tell me what's injury-prone about having someone fall on you. But, uh, you know, he never fit, though, and he never regained the speed that he once had. Uh, he was not getting open at a very high rate, and there's actually numbers that we have now for this from ESPN is developed. Uh, you know, a statistic to even show based on the tracking stats how open receivers are getting. And Irv was toward the bottom of the league, even among tight ends for this year. So he never really got that speed back that he had early in his career. And I think this is it for him because Hawkinson is under contract for next year and will probably be extended. Uh, On Hawkinson, something stood out to me today, which was Patrick Peterson talking about how much it means to him that the team is all in. And, you know, I think that that's important because, you know, yeah, okay, he's got a contract year for next year, and then we'll see if they extend him and so forth. But there's there's a lot of changes that will eventually happen with all these veteran and older players in the future. This is a year to go all in. This is a year where everything's been laid out for you. The Packers are bad. The other teams are rebuilding in your conference. There's lots of issues, and you're the healthy team. You are the blessed team, so go for it. And I give Kwesi Adolfo Mensa a ton of credit for that for throwing aside the competitive rebuild. This is not competitive rebuild move at all. This is win right now this year while Patrick Peterson, Zadarius Smith, when these guys who are older are playing at an extremely high level, and I think this is a, you know an improvement for them by quite a bit over what Irv was giving them, uh, and also replaces a, a key player or key position that would have been out. I mean, if they didn't make this move, you're talking about you know, Ben Ellison and Johnny Munt being your tight end. So I think it was a significant move that came really at the right time. You know, that scramble for a touchdown by Kirk Cousins was – that was awesome, man. He, I mean, he was – I'm like – I was shocked to see him move like that. I don't know what was going on on that play. Maybe Kirk thought that somebody was trying to vaccinate him with the COVID-19 vaccine on that particular play. Oh, but he was – but he, he, was, he was motoring, baby. Wow, see that's a that's a cheap shot you can't take at six and one. I mean that's that's a that's a three and three cheap shot right there. That's when he's five hundred. Um, 
It's yeah, now or never, know. man. I might not ever get a, a chance again to say that. It's actually funny. I mean, no, I mean, that was a Giannis Antetokounmpo dunk right there, right on his head. But, uh, you know, um, this is the thing about, you know, Kirk Cousins is, like, it's not that he is, like, Drew Bledsoe slow or anything like that. Um, it's that he, I think, always struggles to decide when the right time is to take off and run, that there have been opportunities through the years, and he'll talk about them. He'll say, oh, well, on that play – that I forced this ball in or that I, well, he doesn't really do that or threw it to the check down or whatever that uh, he should have taken off and run. And there's a, there's a lot of value in that. Like look at Daniel Jones and Kirk cousins uh, their statistics are kind of similar and like yards per attempt, but Daniel Jones has run for 25 more first downs than Kirk cousins. And those things add up over, over the years. I, but I think that that was a total anomaly. He looked up and saw nobody around and then ran and, you know, yeah, I mean, he had enough wheels to get in. He was athletic enough to get in. But that's not, that's not something you're going to see, like, too often from Kirk Cousins. It kind of speaks to just how well everything has gone for them. Like, at the point where Kirk Cousins is running a 17-yard touchdown, you know that the football gods have just decided you are the team of destiny this year to have everything go your way. You know, it's interesting because Justin Jefferson, um, it seemed like on Sunday, they – I mean, they kind of took their time getting him the football. Like it was like they got it to him in bunches, or at least took shots. Right? Like it, it seemed like they were they had like whole quarters or 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 a good portion of a quarter where they just kind of like mm, we won't take a chance here. But all in all, and you know when they look for him, he's going to make plays. Like a couple of those pet- catches where he just went up and just grabbed the ball and yanked it from the defender. I'm like, man, give him more chances, please. Yeah, I actually was asking Justin Jefferson about that. Uh, I think I described it to him as the time you lost that guy. Um, but, uh, you know, he was talking about how the the chemistry with him and Cousins, it's a big part of it, and, and that's where it has to show up is in the trust. And he said that he had a conversation with Kirk after that play and basically said, like, that's, that's what I need you to do. That's what I want you to do. Like, believe in me out there. I'm going to go make those plays. And he was matched up with a backup corner on that play, it was like a perfect Justin Jefferson could just dominate this dude with the ball in the air. And, I mean, you talk about, like, the, the elite of the elite receivers who can do absolutely everything. I mean, Jefferson is getting open as much as anybody, making contested catches, making yards after catch. I mean, there is nothing he can't do. So there's, they, they really can't ever allow teams to take him away. If, if they allow someone to take him away, it's really on them. Right, And I think that overall, outside of, like, what was it, two games, they've done a terrific job of making sure that week after week after week, he's, he's at least having major parts of the games that he's impacting. But there's no receiver in the league that every single quarter you could just continue to push the ball to and have it work. And I think that's where TJ Hawkinson comes into this. Like, yeah, we would all like Kirk Cousins to throw some more jump balls to Justin Jefferson. It's probably not going to happen all the time, just like – We'd all like him to run 17-yard touchdowns all the time, but it's not going to happen too much. Uh, I I think this is where he needs other people to make plays. And basically it's been Jefferson amazing or nothing else happening for their offense. And and T.J. Hawkinson, one of the best things about him is you could throw a four-yard pass to T.J. Hawkinson and he could turn it into 12 because he's kind of a a Mack truck. Like, he's pretty fast for his size. He breaks tackles. uh, He falls forward. You know, he's got enough – uh, ability in space. And I, and I thought that that was one area where Irv Smith was missing, where there would be this year that in the past he was actually quite good at that, 
you know, you, you throw a short pass to him and he could make something happen. And, and I think maybe the knee injury took something away from him there that, that you know, hadn't come back yet. Uh, but with T.J. Hawkinson, he has been absolutely terrific in terms of yards after catch, one of the best in the entire NFL. And, and, that's, and that's just really big uh, for Kirk Cousins when we know he's not going to be pushing the ball down the field all that often. All right, final thing for you, uh, Matthew. When you look at the Washington Commanders, anything about their team concern you in this matchup, and how do you see this whole thing playing out? Yes, big time, which is that they lead the entire NFL in quarterback hits. That mm. is scary. And guess where that pressure is coming from a lot? Right up, up the, the middle. And, uh, yeah. Yep, that's right. And last week, they nearly lost the game because of interior pressure. Uh, Ed Ingram right now is the worst right guard in football in terms of allowing pressure. Uh, I think it would be a mistake to even play him at Washington. I, I think that they will. But they have several other experienced players at guard, including Chris Reed, but also Ole Udo was better last year than what they've gotten from Ed Reed this year by the numbers. Or, I'm sorry, Ed, not Ed Reed, Ed Ingram uh, by the numbers. And then they have, uh, you know, Austin Schlotman can play that position. Blake Brandle has played that position before. So they have multiple guys that they could fill in there. And I, I feel like it's maybe stubbornness that they drafted him that they'll stick with it here. And it might cost them if they do. Uh, because you're talking about Duran uh, Payne and uh, Jonathan Allen. I mean, these guys are just monsters. But also, not only that, the teams run these stunts and twists all the time. Monster Sweat's one of the best players in the league. I mean, so, uh, they, yeah, they have this defensive line that is just stacked up with first-round picks. And I think that that should be very scary to the Vikings because you talk about, you know, a strip sack or a big sack on third down or pressure that causes an interception. Like, these are the things that have long been the kryptonite of Kirk Cousins. And plus, he's going to be all jacked up going back to play Washington, trying to prove them wrong and everything. Um, So there are opportunities to beat their defense. They don't have a very good secondary overall. The corners aren't that great. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins is going to have to get the ball out fast because I think if you look at that Miami game, that was what happened in that game where Miami's corners weren't all that good, but they had just no chance with how quickly that pressure was getting there. And I I think that's the biggest concern. It's also the reason, Henry, and and I could be wrong. We're all wrong about picking games, but I'm picking the Vikings to lose this one to Washington because of that. Mm. Wow. All right, great stuff as always from Matthew Collar from Purple Insider. Check out his fine work there. But also um, just, um, you know, listen to him here on uh, WCCL Radio. does a phenomenal job on uh, the various different shows that he's on, including ours. Uh, Matthew, always a pleasure to talk football with you, my man. And uh, I'll text you some football emojis here in a few minutes. Thank you. I appreciate that. I <laughs> wish you would do that more often. <laughs> All right. Take later. care, brother. Thanks. All right. Matthew Collar joining us here on The Lake Show. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.